Today I want to share a few thoughts on what I personally feel could very well be the world's most expensive phrase. I think it's quite possible that one of the world's most expensive phrases may very well be as simple and well-intentioned as this. It'll only take a minute. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's the phrase. It will only take a minute. Can you see how simple and well-intentioned that is? Yet, for some reason, that phrase can get you into more time trouble than you might ever imagine. I mean, really, in some instances, it's literally like stepping into quickstand. Every time you say it. Um, it feels easy for me to, to kind of paint this picture in my mind accurately, but to do it for you, I probably need to take it back a little bit. And so to give you a little backstory on how I came to formulate such a bold opinion, um, this was probably a few years ago, 2016-ish time frame. Um, I realized a lot of the technical background I had um, from what I studied in school and my career in corporate America. It's like, okay, I can apply this to a lot of the, the IT needs of my you know current day business as an entrepreneur. And I've always loved learning. So I guess that by definition makes me kind of a philosopher or a lover of knowledge. And I found myself always, you know, kind of wanting to stay up to speed and you don't want to lose that cutting edge that you had and you built up over such a long time. So you're interested in the technical enhancements and some of the other cool uh, widgets and gadgets that could apply, you know, which are typically maybe reserved for, you know, Fortune 500 companies. You know, I want to apply them to my home based business as well. And, uh, you know, would see things would be so easy and I could just jump in and handle any, you know, technical issue related to the business. Cause guess what, you know, it'll only take a minute and I'm, I'm good at this stuff. Right. And so how this found me or how I found myself, um, struggling a little bit was that, um, yeah, in a lot of state instances, that statement's true, you know, just go in and touch something up real quick, you know, restore a file, back up a file, you know, fix a system, something like that. Right. Um, very simple and easy. But the context that broke everything apart was that it turned into a very expensive phrase and probably the most expensive phrase I could ever say, actually. And let me explain why that was actually happening. Um, you know, I had a desire to just apply my skills in business and put us in a good, advantageous position as best I could. And, you know, you want to take advantage of, of technological advancements and the promise they can provide uh, and how it, you know, positions your business for growth. Um, but the thing you don't always realize is every little idea or enhancement or task, you know, if you start jumping on those things, it's no different than when you see entrepreneurs hop from opportunity to opportunity. It's, it's kind of that shiny nickel thing, right? Um, or you know that you know how to do something, so why don't you just go and just run over and start doing that now, even though you might be in the middle of a key project that's requiring all of your effort and focus, <laughs> You know, in my mind, I could see the finished project and, and uh, the enhancement and the upgrade. Um, so it's easy to say something like, oh, this will only take a minute. It'll only take a minute. And what I was subconsciously or, or not consciously figuring out was every time I said it, that it was like, OK, I happen to be in the middle of either something else that's higher priority or um, I might have something else that I need to do or, or there might be a deadline or you're running out of time um, or something completely different where the focus in, is dedicated and this thing that will only take a minute. It's like from a task manager standpoint or something, you know, because it 
won't take long. You, you bump it up to the top of the list and that's not the right approach to take. And that can actually, you know, throw you into a, a little bit of a twist. So what happened for me and where I had my epiphany and my big aha was that I finally began to realize this. It hit me like a ton of bricks because every instance I saw this, it will only take a minute uh, phrase popping up was that, you know, like I said, I'd either be in the middle of something important or I had some sort of deadline. And so it's almost like, is this a creative avoidance happening? Um, In some cases it might've been, in some cases it was because it would only take a minute. Um, was the belief, a false belief, actually. And so I saw that every time you shift your gears away from the thing you're actively focused on doing right now and attempt to change that energy and shift to another and just go a complete other direction or, or, or switch over to, you know, like I said, another opportunity for some people who see it happen in business. And what's happening is you're actually taking the foot off the gas on that primary thing, that current thing. And the process of changing gears, you know, you're slowing down your process in the main thing, the progress in the main thing, and you were diligently working there, but it'll only take a minute. And that's what popped up. And so all of a sudden that's driving the bus now. And so while my idea was accurate, that something might take only a minute, but generally it was more costly than the minute and the momentum loss, the time that it takes to get back into that flow state from the primary task. Or better yet, there was some hidden detail that you didn't think about in the original 60-second plan for efficiency. And so the minute turns into 2 or 10 or 20 or an extra hour. And not just for the task that you you jumped ship to do, but the, the main thing you were doing is now undone. And it just it just throws things off to be aware of. Because if you're now letting this most important thing and its additional unexpected sub-action items take over, then how are you going to get back on track with the original task? Right. If other things haven't popped up in the meantime, now you're just trying to get back on the road and it's a new hurdle that comes up. So these are the types of things that that can wait for us over in the badlands when you hit the off road uh, from the freeway of efficiency that you were already going down before you got distracted by this little thing that will only take a minute. So I wanted to make sure I made it clear, like why I'm bringing this up and, and, you know, what's the real golden nugget to take away from uh, all of this? Well, I'll happily share that once I realized how expensive the statement was, I finally began to recognize there's things in our lives and our businesses that we are not the most well-equipped to handle or spend our time on. Perhaps it's our value to the marketplace, or it's our value as parents, or it's our value in other areas of life that mean that all our time to, shouldn't go to, you know, should it go to certain minutia when there's other experts out there that can help you with getting some of this stuff done and lets you stay more focused on what you're already good at. Right. When you're trying to build that momentum, it's like you need to to really ride the wave of your strengths. Right. Um, you know, there is something to be said for working on your weaknesses. But when you're in strength and momentum building mode, you can get help with the weak spots. You know, there's, they're called training wheels for a reason. <laughs> you don't need them forever. You just need them long enough to get get your skills up and they can help add value to the world, your world with their expertise in some of these things. And it might be tricky to understand if you're looking at this saying, well, you know, maybe I'm not a business owner, but even if you are a business owner or are not, um, you can think about this in everyday life. If you ever had somebody come out and and steam clean the carpets in your home, uh, maybe clean up the lawn after a big storm in the front and back, trim the trees, you know, things you didn't want to do yourself. Or if you've ever painted the inside of your house yourself, you know, and spent the whole three day weekend and and, uh, prepping and painting and patching. 
right? Or did you pay a couple grand and have somebody else come out and then, you know, less time than that, the place, you know, is gorgeous. And all you had to do was stroke the check. So this can be particularly useful, I feel, in business for a couple of reasons. Number one, focus is one of the keys to success. In business, many times an entrepreneur gets sidetracked by the abundance of shiny objects. Uh, it's like the, you know, they're, they're keen identifying op- opportunities, right? In their mind's eye, they can see it all. Um, but number two is the value of time that's so critical. And you need to be able to understand that and appropriately adjust and make adjustments. You know, uh, I've talked about this in the past um, when you look at, you know, CEOs and the tasks that they spend their time on. And we typically think of just the title, the CEO, you know, top of the food chain, the, the big kahuna, um, their high value, the owner or the, the president or the, you know, the leader of the business that, that helps the company have its value, right? And so whether you want to call them an employee or not, you know, kind of separate, but, you know, is it possible to think that if you're the CEO, um, you might also be, if, if you have a small business, you're also acting sometimes in a managerial capacity or a day-to-day worker capacity, right? Maybe you're a hairstylist. Sometimes you manage the shop. Sometimes you actually cut the hair. Um, and those are, those are blended rates, right? You might pay someone else a certain task to cut hair and a certain other task to run the accounting for, um, for the business when they're running the shop. Or if it's car wash or whatever whatever business you want to look at, depending on if you're working the cash register versus doing the um, you know the financials and the planning for the next year, those are different you know different skill sets, um, and they are compensated appropriately. So you know where do you apply your strengths in business? Are you applying your strengths in the areas that are most high value, or perhaps are your skills best suited for something um, that you might need to bring on a, a you know, someone that has more of the high value skills for consultation or guidance in the areas that you're not uh, already an expert and recognizing, you know, if you need help, what are you willing to, to do to, to, to get that help? Uh, for some people, it's the challenge is just to admit that they might need help with something, right? That, that we're supposed to be the expert at everything now that we're business owners. So sometimes it's just a trouble. Um, you know, guys might struggle with this. It's like the pride thing. We won't stop and ask for directions. We won't, we won't always uh, stop to say, hey, we're struggling with something in business, right? It's, it's can be related to a, a pride thing, but in some instances, it might be false beliefs around the money. You know, if I have to hire someone, does that mean, you know, I'm loading up my payroll and I have a large employee overhead, but sometimes just to stroke a check and get a little bit of assistance can help you get the clarity of vision on the thing that you were thinking about because you're not really well-versed in thinking in that uh, arena anyway. If it's you know finances or HR or other business operations, you just might be a great chef and you're not thinking about all these things. And so sometimes when you get that help, it's like the value you receive becomes immediately apparent and you can justify whether it's the time you freed up or just taking the expense away from you trying to figure out how to wrestle with that thing. And so look at this in your own world. Look at this as, um, you know, is this just reducing the expenses, you know, in your business or in your personal life, right? Um, when you look at the cost of time or in your business, maybe it just allows you to, to have uh, more freedom to generate more revenue because you're not tied up with two to three hours on something where those two to three hours could be repurposed for income producing activities. Hmm, something to think about, right? Number two I wanna talk about real fast is where the magic lives. I think having that clarity 
the awareness that's that's the awareness of thought where you finally start to recognize it only comes from our ability to grow and have the maturity emotionally and intellectually and intellectually to identify what are the areas of the business that we got to let go of or find who might be able to help us or you know just managing and and those areas in business and life, right? There's a perfectly good reason why people have success with personal trainers and in-home chefs, maid service, laundry service, lawn service, because these things make our lives easier on a day-to-day basis. Um, and, and back to just the absurdity of a financial example, could you imagine LeBron mowing his lawn? <laughs> it's LeBron on the lawn. <laughs> you, know, you could be paying some some kid in the neighborhood, you know, 10, 20 bucks. Well, he probably has a big lawn, so you know, maybe pay somebody 100 bucks to mow the lawn. But uh, if you break down his salary into like minutes, it would never even make sense to, to spend, you know, even probably a minute mowing his own lawn. So I just wanted to, to, to mainly share these things and then also uh, put out there that I've recently made personal breakthroughs in this arena. And it comes from looking at creative ways to introduce expertise you know, and in our personal lives and our business lives to take things off our plate, right? You know, sometimes looking at something as simple as, oh, we could have a professional organizer come out and look at, you know, all the junk we've co- accumulated in our garage and, and put this in a more organized fashion. As our family grows, um, we can keep the things that matter and then also declutter the things that don't but not have to let the undesirability of that task, because that definitely won't take just a minute. Um, But again, recognizing that just getting someone to think in the realm of organization, uh, my organization skills in the office don't necessarily translate to the garage. That's one example of uh, getting help in in personal life, right? So um, what I would say that the biggest thing I've learned there is on the on the personal side and even in the business side, right? Bringing on, you know, bookkeepers, bringing on, you know, uh, other other professional editors that can help with some of the the documentation or the you know the, the content that you create uh, that you want to be produced and put out to the world at a higher level. You know, what I've come to see is that things cost a lot less than you think, and the investment makes things happen so much faster. Than you'd imagine or try to complete yourself with the focus that you didn't have on that separate task anyway. So there you have it. My experience and my take on the world's most expensive phrase, it'll only take a minute. Watch yourself and catch yourself because as convenient as it sounds, there may be more to the puzzle. And just thinking one minute ahead might be all you need to have the clarity of thought as to whether you really need to get distracted from what you're doing and tackle that one task real quick or whether now's the time to start looking at who are the pros that can help you with the things that slow you down so you can speed up and reach your goals faster it's helped us in our personal life it's helped us in our business as we've learned to bring on more of the experts to help us and it's already paying dividends so uh, i can't wait to share more about this positive breakthrough in my own world with all of you and encourage you to be mindful of the words that you say day to day and when you catch yourself Or if you catch yourself saying, you know, the world's most expensive phrase, it'll only take a minute, then you should be aware enough to take an extra minute to think through if it's actually a valid statement that you can deliver on. Hopefully you've enjoyed these tips and recommendations. Be sure to tag a friend who might also be able to benefit from this insight. Till next time, I want to thank you as always for joining me on Learn How to See Better, the only podcast that'll improve your vision the longer you listen. This is your host, Drew Davis, signing off.